Internet Brand Strategist, Sandra Beck, interviews top business coaches, speakers, authors, and thought leaders to bring you the best business tips, tricks, and techniques to give your idea the best possible chance for success. From writing your first novel, to telecommuting from home, to taking your small business to infinity and beyond. Now here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I have such an interesting, fascinating and educational show today. We're going to be talking with Missy Bradley and she's the brand director and co-founder of Caliper Foods. And if you're not familiar with Caliper and you're playing along at home, go ahead and take a look at their website. It's tricaliper.com. You will you will see their product and we do have a promotion running today which is 20% off your first order if you use the promo code motherhood talk. And that's tricaliper.com slash motherhood talk. So that way you know who we're talking to and why. What I really like about this lady is not only does she have a background in media and journalism, which is really great, but she also has her master's in journalism for the University of Missouri and a BA in English from the University of Michigan. So, you know, they don't just let anybody in these schools. So, you know me, I'm a big proponent of higher education. I myself am, am a graduate twice of North Western University. And I really believe that that experience led me to be able to support my two children and my dad soul supporting in a horse ranch in California. So I think that education is so important. And that's why we're talking today. We're going to talk about educating ourselves on a product. And you know, many of us have heard of the term THC or CBD or some of these, you know, alphabet soups. And we might have had a friend or a relative who swears by them. But I'm here today to do a deep dive into this product to find out what it is, what, you know, what can we expect? And, you know, I myself have started using this product and I've seen improvements in my life. And we're not here to make any medical claims. We're not here to you know, make the FDA or anybody else mad. We're just here to have an open, honest discussion about products and what they claim to do, how they're made, and, you know, what what they're all about. So, Missy Bradley, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandra. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. Do you just wake up one morning and go, I'm going to create a product? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm always interested in how, you know, entrepreneurs come to fully functional business. And I want to hear your story. How did that happen? I, I wish I wish it were that easy. Um, it, it's been sort of years in the making. Um, my two co-founders and I founded a THC company in Colorado, um, gosh, almost about six years ago. Through that experience, we got into water-soluble cannabinoids. While we were working in the Colorado market, we had eyes on this new farm bill passing, and we figured we could easily lend our experience in water-soluble cannabinoids to this, what looked to be a new burgeoning CBD market. Okay, let me um, just stop you here. What is water-soluble can- cannabinoid? Cannabis plant has over 100 known cannabinoids. Okay. Um, probably the most well-known being THC, which is the psychoactive component, one of the psychoactive components of cannabis. Um, The other most well-known probably is CBD, and it is non-psychoactive. And it is in its highest- That means it doesn't make you high, right? Doesn't make you high. Don't experience a high. And it is in its highest quantities in the hemp plant, which is a similar strain 
um, to what everybody knows is the cannabis plant, the plant that will get you high or has cannabinoids that will get you high. But in, in the hemp plant, the, the majority of the cannabinoids that you're going to find will be CB. Gotcha. So this is none of these things I knew before coming into this market. Um, as you said, I was trained as a journalist. When you're trained as a journalist, that means you abide by the thing of if your mother says you love it, love her, check it out. Like you check out everything. You're not going to put your name to something that you haven't fully vetted. Sure. And and the great part about this was that my my co-founders had sort of the same mentality. We were never just going to make something and try to sell it. We want to know how it works, why it works, what it can offer people, how we can do it better. Every day we, were, we are coming at this from how can we do this better? How can we give people something better? So when we saw this CBD landscape open up, mm-hmm. we recognized having seen what products were on the market that there, we had something, we had a technology, we had a process that we could offer people and give them a better way to experience CBD than what was currently being offered in the market. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so, so how long did this take? Well, we were working on our other company for three, four years before we got into the CBD space. And then, you know, it took us the better part of a year to set up our CBD operations. And we are still growing the CBD operations. We're hiring um, food safety technicians, quality assurance managers, um, R&D people from big food companies across the country because they know how to operate in a regulated food space and we're not currently regulated by the FDA. So we need to figure out on our own how to regulate, what that looks like for us, how to make a safe product, how to make a good product. Well, I have a question, like where does CBD fit? If it's, is it a food? Is it an herb? Is it a, what is it? We would, we would love to know. Uh, the, the FDA currently says it's not allowed in the food stream. It's not a supplement. So, right. What is it? But we also know that I believe the statistic is one in seven adult Americans uses CBD. So we don't know what it is and yet everybody is using it. So we need some clarity there. Definitely, definitely. Now, and I just want to get into your personal life a little bit um, because I think it's it's credible. Um, it adds credibility to what we're talking about today. You're a mom, and you work full time, and you have two kids, and you're married, and um, this isn't just a hobby for you. Yeah, no, um, it is a juggling act. I mean, especially now I'm talking to you from my basement while my husband and my children and my dog are upstairs Mm -hmm. because we're all stuck at home and it's, it's a new landscape for all of us. And we're trying to figure it out. We happen to be operating this business that sells a product that is hugely impactful to people in this very moment. So every day it is something new, but I think, I think if I were doing something else right now and having to juggle family and a career, it would be much harder than what it is for me now, because I believe in this. I see this as something that can help me and my family and my friends. And it does. And I, all of I have a family of evangelists in my, in my group of friends because they've seen what, how we've built this and what we've built and they believe in me and our company and the product. And that makes the balancing act of family and business that much easier. Um, That is not to say that some days I don't wake up and think, 
oh crap, I have to do both again. Um, but it, it, it's definitely easier. Well, and I think, you know, I, I just want to um, talk to our listeners today about Caliper CBD because they are our sponsor today. And without sponsorships like Caliper CBD, we wouldn't be on the air. And I love that what you just said is part of your mission statement because Caliper believes that everyone deserves to feel better naturally and that drastic changes shouldn't be required. And that's why they've made this super precise and reliable CBD product that's so much easier easier to take than CBD oil and you get all these benefits, you know, and it's tasteless, dissolvable powder and your body absorbs it super rapidly so you can feel better naturally. And I can tell you, I carry these little packets. They look like sugar packets actually. So imagine this little sugar packet that you carry in your purse. It doesn't spill. It's not going to make a mess. You can throw it in your gym bag or my favorite thing that I like to do is I like to put it in my tea at night before I go to bed and, you know, it just relaxes me. And um, I love that it's like a little bit of peace in your pocket. And you can get 20% off your first order when you use promo code motherhood talk at tricaliper.com slash motherhood talk. Now caliper is spelled C-A-L-I-P-E-R. So it's tricaliper.com slash motherhood talk. And don't forget that promo code motherhood talk for 20% off your first order. Now I like that these are pre-measured little packets. And I want to ask you, who came up with that idea? That is so smart because the other types I've tried to use, I can't measure. And this comes in these pre-little measured packets. Whose idea was that? Was that yours? It was not mine. I I believe it was a group effort. At some point, you get so far down the road, you forget who did what. But it actually was an extension of a product line that we had created in the THC space in Colorado. Uh, the first product that we ever made was a microdose tea. And in order to make a good cup of tea, we had to figure out how to make cannabinoids water soluble because we didn't want an oil slip floating on the top. We wanted something that would be homogenous. Um, we wanted you know, every sip to be the same. And we also wanted people to be able to have a, con- a consistent experience. Mm-hmm. When we developed developed that tea, we ended up making the product that is now caliper. We ended up making this powder. And for a while we joked about, you know, wouldn't it be great if people could just have the powder? And then finally we stopped joking about it and we actually, we actually made it come true. Um, But we found through consumer surveys um, with our other products that Um, consistency and precision and reliability were hugely important to consumers. And that's part of the reason why it's in a packet. When you're dealing with CBD in tincture form, in oil form, you have a dropper. And how precise is that? You know, you don't know exactly how much you're getting each time. And really what we want to be able to offer people is that consistency and that, you know, if it makes you feel one way today, you can have the same experience tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, and Caliper gives you all these benefits, like within about, I would say, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. And that's a lot faster than the CBD oil. And it's clinically proven that your body absorbs 450% more CBD. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. And, you know, these little, little 20 milligram packets, I have a lot of confidence because I know I only need one. 
Like I just rip that little top off. I put it in my tea or my hot chocolate, whatever I have that night. And I know I can count on it, which is, which is really important. That promo code, just so you don't forget, is Motherhood Talk. And that's for 20% off your first order. And they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're going to totally love trying this if you haven't already. I have a question for you. How did you guys come up with the name Caliper? Where did that come from? So we actually, it's, it's stems from the precision and the reliability. There's that tool calipers um, for, it's a tool of measurement. And when we were thinking about the name and we really wanted it to be something that was foundational to who we are. So it became, it came out of a measurement tool, something that can be perfectly precise well, but I mean, I love that because, you know, I love that, you know, there's always a story behind everything, you know, and when I look at Caliper, I remember thinking, well, I know there's a thing called Caliper or Calipers, but I didn't know what it was. Now it makes sense um, that that's, you know, because you guys do kind of hang your hat on precise measurements and, you know, these little individually um, packed um, little packets. How do you use yours? What do you like for me? It's my tea at the end of the, the night, or sometimes after a workout, I'll put it in my workout smoothie. Um, I usually have a protein workout, uh, protein smoothie after my workout. And I don't, you know, I don't know what it does in my body. I just know I feel good. Sure. Yeah. Most often I'm putting it in my coffee in the morning. Um, now that I'm home all day, I kind of find myself sprinkling it into my water bottle and I bake with it. Um, but really like, I like to have it in the morning. I feel like it sets me off on a good path for the day. Um, but I also have plenty of friends who tell me that they take it at night to go to sleep or they take it when they're exercising or after they've exercised. Um, well, and I think, you know, we juggle a lot, Missy. You know, you have two kids. I have two kids. Ain't it the truth. <laughs> you know, and I'm not a big proponent of using things that are not natural. And, you know, how, where does this stuff come from? Like you mentioned the hemp plant. You mentioned, like, do you just, is it all ground up, you know, and then, you know, like, where does it come from? Yeah, so um, the majority of our product is a CBD isolate. So that isolated CBD is anywhere from 98 to 99% pure CBD. In order to get that from the hemp plant, it has to go through a full extraction process, which any other extract that you're getting from the hemp plant, the same thing is true of that. Um, but we use isolate as an ingredient because we can be sure that it is what it says it is. Yep. When you start getting into sort of the full spectrum and broad spectrum of it all, um, you don't necessarily know what you're getting because there is no standard of identity associated with those things. So we make sure that we know what we're putting into the product. Um, we have also sorbitol in the ingredient list from plums. Um, we have a starch that comes from corn. Um, and now that I'm on the spot and I don't have it in front of me. No, oh, and we have MCT oil from coconut. Like, you know, like this isn't like, you know, you know, whatever. I feel like I'm being quizzed. You know, and, and we have it. Um, see the video. But no, no, I mean, it's, I, it's just, I'm just curious. Yeah, no. And we, we have a proprietary process um, where we render the cannabinoids water soluble because cannabinoids are at their very base level, oil soluble, fat soluble. 
And in order to make it more compatible with the human body, we need to make them water soluble. Gotcha. So it's interesting. And you, you know, you talk about, um, you know, like, like making it fat soluble, water soluble, that makes me think about balance and how important it is to be balanced in our lives, especially as a parent. Cause I don't know if you've noticed this, but like, if I fly off the handle, the kids fly off the handle. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's amazing how as a parent and a company owner, you know, I have employees and, you know, if I'm having a, a bad day and I bring that bad energy, I call it to my team, it trickles down. So anything I can do to keep myself calmer, more stable, you know, kind of as a better parent. And I do use yoga, Qigong, you know, Reiki. Um, I look for other opportunities, you know, like something like a caliber CBD to help me keep my evenness during the day. Because especially during this time, like your kids are upstairs with your husband. I don't have a husband. So I have my two kids and I have my 87 year old dad. And I, some days I feel like it's like, da, 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 da. you know, the balls are juggling and the plates sure. are flying. And the better I can take care of myself, the calmer I can feel to handle things. I think the better off the whole family is. Do you experience that same thing in your household? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's the, the airplane adage. You have to secure your own mask before you can help other people. You know, if, if I am not a good version of myself, I am not doing good things for my kids, for my husband, for my dog. You know, y- you really need to make sure you're taking care of yourself mentally, physically, whatever it is for you before you can help other people. If I am not feeling great and I am trying to, you know, chase my kids around the house while they tear everything down, it's not going to be a good experience for anybody. Right. Right. No, I mean, and, you know, the one thing that my mom said to me before she passed away, you know, she, she was so sad for me, you know, that I was a single mom, because she's like, you know, you don't really get to enjoy the moments. And I said, Mom, you had a bunch of kids, and you were stressed all the time. She goes, Oh, yeah. She's like, You know, that's right. She's like, I used to look forward to like her hour before the kids came home from school, my brothers and sisters and I, and she would sit down and she would have her cup of tea. And you know, every night when I when I have my cup of tea before bed, I sit in my I have a little like, desk in my my bedroom it's just a pretty like escritoire table and I sit down with my tea and I kind of think and talk to my mom about my day and I really think it's a part of it is just getting through what you need to get through especially with everything going on right now but the other thing is to look for the silver linings and I'd like to ask you for some of your silver linings like for me one of my big silver linings is my 16 year old boy who is either from sport to sport to sport to his college classes he's taking online you know he's going 100 miles an hour he was sleeping on my couch yesterday with our little dog chicken nugget And all six foot four of them, you know, draped over my couch. 
And, you know, this was my little baby. We've been through the war together. You know, I was divorced when my kids were two and a half months old and like two years old. So we've been through it together. So to see him resting at peace in my house, that was a big silver lining because that wouldn't happen because he'd be going, doing, running. I'd be going, doing, running. And all of a sudden we're just home at peace. And I was looking at him, which I don't think I've done like that since he was a little boy. And that was a huge silver lining for me. For sure. And I think something that you just touched on there is super poignant right now. And, it, and it's, you know, not everything is enjoyable, but it's finding ways to enjoy what you've been given and finding, finding those silver linings. And, you know, for me, I used to wake up super early in the morning to get ready and then get the kids out the door and get to work. And then, you know, I'm commuting both ways. Yeah. And it's been hard to adjust to this new way of living, except I've found that I have an extra two hours in my day and I get to spend it with my kids. And sometimes they're super annoying, but also <laughs> it's, amazing to be able to go upstairs and have lunch with them and play a game with them and run outside with them. And it's figuring out, you know, how, how to enjoy these little slivers of newness that we've been giving or how, how to frame it in a way where, yes, it could be super stressful, but also, you know, you get to have these moments of looking at your son and your dog on the sofa. And that's awesome. It's amazing, you know, and I think one of the things is, you know, like we are the really the first generation, or, you know, maybe it's a little bit before us, but we're kind of the first generation of super highly educated women in this country that are running companies while raising children and sustaining relationships with their spouse, their boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, you know, whatever you want to call it. And this is allowing me to see a window into a different way of being, you know, part of us were as company owners, you know, we're thrust into this position, you know, because we want to, we were educated, we chose this, you know, nobody's putting a gun to our head, but the downside was always, you know, do I have to sacrifice my relationship? Do I have to sacrifice my time with my children? And what I'm finding now is like, we're going into this brave new world where we can make up different rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. And I, and I also think that sometimes you just have to be okay, kind of half-assing it. it. It is all going to get done. And sometimes it's not going to be perfect. And that's okay. And that is a struggle that I deal with every day, because I want it to be perfect. I want to have this great time with my kids. And I want to, you know, kick ass at work. But sometimes it's just not all going to get done. And it still might make me sad, but it's okay. Well, I think that's, a, you know, you bring up a super important topic because when I was first suddenly single, you know, I, I wake up one morning, find, you know, my husband gone and all of a sudden I'm single and I have to come up with some things and I couldn't, I didn't fit in with the stay at home moms. I didn't fit in with the work out of the home moms. The work at home moms were kind of, far and few between and they were working at home so they weren't out so you know how do you meet them and so yeah. you know it was kind of this hybridized way of living and it was funny Missy because my dad would always say well you know my daughter's a nurse my son's an engineer my other son works for NASA blah 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 and then he would go like and my little one well 
she just is. And, <laughs> you know, because there was no way of identifying things. And, you know, that's what I kind of look at your product as because, you know, we don't know what it is. It's not a food source. It's not a supplement. It's not a this. It's not a that. Or at least it hasn't been defined as of yet. But we know it works. And that's like near and dear to my heart because that's me. You know, I've supported my little <laughs> family for a decade now on podcasting, which who even knew what that was, you know, 10, 15 years ago and I was an undefined product. My product was an undefined product and but that's the wave of the future and that's why I think it's so important you know that when people do their research and they look at companies um, what do you think your company does better than anybody else? <sighs> Make CBD products. Yeah. Um, it, we invest heavily in science and making sure that we consistently give you a product that is what it says it is. And that is super near and dear to us. And then, you know, what backs that all up is the water solubility aspect, which in our minds is one of the most important pieces of a CBD product because it actually allows your body to absorb the CBD and you want to get the benefits that you are paying for. So in my mind, what we do best is provide a product that we say we are going to give you. Right. Well, and you have to answer to your kids like that to me, like whenever I talk to moms who own companies or are in partnerships with owning companies at the end of the day, like if you choose to be a mother, you choose to have this lifestyle, which you and I both have chosen. I have to create a product. Like when I do my shows, Missy, and I create different things, it's always in the back of my mind going, someday my kid is going to listen to this. Someday my kids are going to look at this. Someday my kids are going to, not that they're going to listen to every episode, but I have to create something that can either be a legacy for my kids or that will have them look at me and go, you know, mom wasn't of this, mom wasn't of that. Mom went and did the best she knew how to do with what she had at the time. Cause they do make fun of me. My first shows like 12 years ago were really awful. Um, you know, but, but we have to create products that our children can look at us and go, you know what? Mom did good. And to me, that's such a huge endorsement that you can say, kids, I did this and I'm proud of it. Oh, yeah. And I think that touches sort of on every aspect of being a mom. It's you do the best you can with what you have when you have it. And, you know, to get into it a little bit more, the product is what it is because as a mom, I have so much going on because my co-founders have little kids and families and we all recognize that there's already so much else to do. And we can create a product to help people and not take them out of all of the other things that they already have to do. Yes. Well, and I will tell you, like when you have peace, you know, like, you know, you call a little peace in your pocket, which I love, like peace, like P-E-A-C-E. -E. When you have mm -hmm. peace, you know, I, my background is in technology and, um, you want to talk about high stress jobs of, of trying to create answers with a product that never existed before in human history, you know, that just, that just ratches it up, mm -hmm. you know, just a little bit. And 
you know, I'm like you where I want it done and I want it done right. Like, you know, half-assed was my favorite thing. Like dad would say, we don't, you know, we don't do half-assed work in our family. You know, we finish it. We do it once. We do it right. We do it blah, blah, blah. But that's not always possible. And I think with some moms and some company owners, you know, you mentioned this earlier, it's really hard to half-ass something. It's really hard to, and I think one of the biggest learning lessons that I have, you know, kind of 16 years into my parenting now and 13 years into my internet radio business is that good enough is good enough. And that's a really hard thing because when you're a high achiever, you're used to having these standards. And I think that's what's also causing some of my mom, I call them mompreneurs, like, you know, entrepreneur moms to wig off the handle these times because all those provisions, all those systems we've put in place are not in place. You know, I have to work and maybe I'm working at the kitchen table. Maybe I'm working on the dining room table. The kids are running amok. There's no school. There's no daycare. There's no housekeeper. There's no nanny. There's no help. And yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, two of my friends who I'm going to put a shout out to today, I'm not going to name them, but their husbands are first responders. One's a fireman, one's a policeman. And she's accustomed to doing three, four days at a time. Not three, four weeks. And to have her husband, her one husband is actually sleeping in the garage because he knows he's in front of all these people. He's a policeman. He's like, I can't infect the family. So he's in a tent camping in the garage to keep the family's husband is doing the same thing. What? So tell me your story. About the sleeping in the garage. Yeah. So my, it's actually my sister and my brother's wife, her sister. Uh, her sister's husband, hey Brian, um, is a police officer, and he, um, his wife is pregnant, and they have a young daughter, and he has been sleeping in a tent in the garage. Yeah, and you know, there are so many people right now making sacrifices for making sac- sacrificing their family, their family life for the good of our population, um, and it is inspiring to see. Absolutely. You know, we want to put a shout out to our doctors and our nurses and our first responders and the grocery clerks and the people who make um, things possible. Are you having in your town, we have these little school lunches that we can pick up, like you drive through, there's a little tent out inside of our middle school, and the kids pick up their lunches. I have to tell you, those are a godsend because for two weeks here in Los Angeles, we're in day... 15 or 16 of, of, you know, lockdown quarantine yeah. and we can't get eggs. We can't get milk. You know, it's hit and miss where we go. So uh-huh. these little school lunches, and I'm, I'm ashamed to say I was one of those moms who kind of complained about the quality of school lunches and complained about the systems in the school, you know, cause sure. I know how to do it better. And if they just put me in charge, you know, like all of those yeah. aspects of my personality rose to the surface. And now I'm incredibly grateful for our school districts, for our government, for providing these things. Because when you can't give your children milk or eggs or fresh fruit, and then you get a bag from the school that contains all these things, it's like gold. Yeah. I mean, we haven't dealt with it with the food. I mean, our kids um, are technically in like daycare, preschool, but the teachers have been so phenomenal. I mean, my 
kids just got off, they have morning meeting on the computer and they do story time and they have um, music class. And, you know, my daughter is two yet she's 18 months old. She doesn't know what's going on, but right. my son is five and he recognizes that something weird is happening and he can't play with his friends. Yep. And he doesn't have his activities and it's get, I mean, he's emotional and he doesn't know why. And so like having these little things, these little sort of niblets that the teachers are giving to him, they're so special and they don't have to be doing that. Um, and it's just so wonderful. It is. I mean, that's, you know, we talk about these silver linings and, you know, I look at um, yesterday, a friend of mine, she rung my doorbell and I, I like, I'm looking out my little peephole and I'm like, you know, there's nobody out there. And so I call her, I'm like, where did you go? She goes, did you open your door? I'm like, no, it's coronavirus. I didn't open my door. And she's like, open your door and look down. And they had the girls I teach um, fitness at the gym. They had brought me these bags from Sam's Club because they know, you know, since I, I do have cancer. I can't wait in these long lines. I can't be around all these people. My dad's 87. You know, he's out. You know, you're not going to send a 16-year-old and a 13-year-old to Sam's Club. They'll come home with like Doritos and chips and ice cream. You know, no, none dream. of the things. Yes. And so I looked down and there was this bag of food. And I'm thinking, this is so extraordinary because the gratitude that I felt at not having to go out, that somebody would care about me enough or care about your children enough to bring them a bag of food or put a little thing together. Like, I think it's bringing out the best in people. And I know it's a terrible tragedy for families who've lost loved ones or they're struggling with this illness. Um, all I can see, though, is this beautiful, like, light of hope for humanity. There is something kind of pure and wonderful that's coming out in communities. And it's, it's so interesting because, you know, everybody's in their houses and they're yeah. finding ways to reach out to people and to do things for other people. And I think maybe people have the time to sit and think about other people yes. and how they can impact community. Whereas before, you know, we're on the move, go, 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 me, 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 me. Um, and now we all have a lot of extra time to sit around and think about what's happening around us. Absolutely. I mean, I even look, you know, I work a lot in social media because of the nature of my business. And I've seen a huge shift in social media. You know, it was festering with anger a month ago, you know, or two months ago. And it was divisiveness and, you know, political hatred and, you know, just, just vitriolic posts of just mm -hmm. so horrible you know you couldn't believe it and even the marketing that was coming through a lot of times was shock and fear and you know just I felt it festering you know like almost like a boil or an infection it came to a head and all of a sudden now I'm seeing spread joy not germs you know that's like the campaign that my company's working on right now to to elevate people who might have social media as their only communication with the outside world that, you know, instead of saying, look at how great my kids are, look at how great I am, you know, it's all of a sudden like, hey, let's post a picture without you in it. You know, that was my favorite thing that came across my desk. I'm like, you know, uh, my Erin said to me, she called me, she goes, Sam, you got to see this look online. She goes, people are getting it. They're spreading joy, not germs. Like, it's really fun. And did you see um, Neil Diamond's uh, when he was playing his song, um, the one that goes bum, 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 and he changed the lyrics and put it out just 
for everybody to enjoy. Yeah, it's been really great to see the performers, to see the people giving, you know, live internet shows and people doing their free exercise classes and just to see how everybody is acclimating and giving. Yeah, it gives us hope. It gives us great hope. It does. Yeah. And I think hope is something that can't be underrated. You know, I find with, um, you know, like with my cancer diagnosis and, you know, I went through breast cancer with my mom. Um, I have melanoma, not breast cancer. And, um, you know, the thing with my mom was we're like, don't lose hope, don't lose hope, don't lose hope. And, you know, you have all this uncertainty when you have a cancer diagnosis, especially if it's a significant diagnosis like mine is, and you have to learn to live with uncertainty. And I think that's what the world is also getting a taste of right now, because it's this uncertainty. Who's going to get sick? Who's going to get it? Who's going to live? Who's going to die? You know, is it going to come into my little community and wipe us out? You know, all of these things, you know, we don't like uncertainty as a, as a human population, as a person. And I think that's why we have our morning routines. We have our, you know, mm-hmm all the things that we do to help us feel certain. What advice do you have for moms? Because you have a product that's not identified in any sort of category. It's new to the world. There's a certain amount of uncertainty with your, with your company. There has to be. How Mm -hmm. do you deal with it? We continue to do the things that we know how to do and we know how to do well. And With the absence of regulation from the FDA, we have brought in the smartest and best people we could find to help us build, to help us self-regulate. And, you know, we, we continue to push for the things that we believe in, um, which are fundamental to who we are as a company and to what we make. And, you know, advice I would give to moms on the topic in this sort of uncertain place that we're in is to find out what makes you feel good, what works for you, what makes you happy. You know, when this all started, you know, we've been home now for two and a half weeks and everybody was writing these articles about, you know, here sample schedules for your kids and your kids are in, should be in school and here are the things that you need to be doing with them at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And it gave me so much anxiety just seeing that, that I realized very early on that schedules were not for us, that we were going to let our kids do what they wanted to do, what made them happy. You know, we get up in the morning, we have breakfast, we put our clothes on. That is something that we do. We make sure we get outside every day. That's something that we do. Other than that, we kind of let them lead the way and that works for us. And those schedules, those really rigid schedules may work really well for you. And I think right now it's really about in in life in general finding out what works for you and not worrying about what everybody else is doing right right i mean that's that perfectionist you know struggle i think that we we all have as super moms and i have found oh, yeah, and, you know, go ahead i we have a um company motto motto at work don't let perfect become the enemy of good and it okay. gets at what you were saying before but it's it's really about just moving forward the best that you can. Right. Well, and you know, when you brave new ground, like you've done for your company, which I have done for my company, um, there's a certain amount of, well, I'm just going to go for it. 
And one of the things that I found, I, I had that same reaction as you. When I looked at the list of how we were supposed to run homeschool, I was fainted, like dead away. This is not going to happen. And I knew I would be an abject failure at it because it wasn't in my wheelhouse at all. And so I said to my kids, look, you guys figure it out. You have to get this homework done. It's due by these dates. Just do it. In the first week, my kids were sleeping till noon, one o'clock, and I was like biting my nails going, oh, you know, do I really, oh, I should get them up. I should do all this stuff. And then I started getting their reports back from the school and it's like, everything's turned in, everything's done well. And both of my kids said the same thing. They're like, mom, during the day, there's lots of noise. Grandpa has the TV on, you're doing your radio shows, all this stuff. So they're like at 10 o'clock, they start doing their homework. They do their homework till like four in the morning and then go to sleep. So at the end of the day, they're still getting out. They're still doing their homework. It doesn't look like the model I've been taught. But that's okay. Exactly. That it's okay. And everybody's doing what they need to be doing. And they're trying everybody. This is new to everybody. And we're all just trying to figure out how it works for us and how to not let it consume you. That's it. That's it. And all you, right, know, you, you, guys. you spoke about uncertainty and uncertainty is so hard. I mean, you deal with it every day. It's, affected my family very closely, the uncertainty can just destroy you. And you figure, you again, you have to figure out how to move forward in a way that works for you. Mm -hmm. Well, and one of the things that I think about, you know, fear is, is closely, intimately tied to uncertainty and fear is tied to uncertainty. So um, you have this feeling in your body. So you need to work through it. You need to sit with it and, and work through it and, you know, find some sort of physical outlet. But more importantly, I think when you have fear, you need to feed it and feed it with good things. So, you know, are you turning on the television and feeding yourself with things that uplift you, that allow you to go on your day, be the best parent, be the best partner you can be? Or are you watching, you know, fear mongering programs that make it worse? You know, you have a choice. You have a choice to read a book, to watch a movie to to go outside and run around as long as you know you keep a safe distance from from others mm -hmm. there's lots of choices and i think uncertainty really becomes prevalent fear becomes prevalent when we feel we don't have choice so wherever we can exercise our choice in the foods we choose the activities we choose do we choose a movie or whatever nobody's saying be glued to the television or the internet all day long it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you are going to make choices that don't make you feel good. <laughs> and again, it's okay. And you move on. Well, that's it. I mean, you know, what is, what is success? And, you know, we're going to end with the question of what is a successful day? You know, is a successful day where you did the best you could with what you had is that enough? That's my question to you. 100% it is enough. If you have gone about your day and done the best that you could with what you had available, it's enough and it will continue to be enough. It's enough. 
Because I do think as mothers, as business owners, and especially as entrepreneurial pioneers, which is how I look at you and your company. I look at me and my company that way. We are braving pathways into arenas that kind of never existed before in human history, and that's okay. And so when we are pioneers, we learn to manage a certain level of risk and uncertainty. And with your uncertainty has to come the confidence that whatever you do, if you did your best, that's enough. Because I do think that Mm -hmm. feeling of not being enough is really prominent in my life because I'm always juggling between home and company and, you know, my personal life. And, you know, you're kind of running in circles all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, and and that's not to say that there isn't room for improvement, but I think it's sometimes you just have to be a little bit more introspective and figure out if the things that you are doing and continue to do are the are the best things for you to be doing and how you make small changes perhaps to get to where you want to be. Um I mean I know that I am not going to be perfect at anything that I do. And I don't want my kids to think that they're going to be perfect at anything that they're going to do. And I also want them to know that that's okay. And you can be happy with that. I mean, I feel part of what I've found in this whole thing, you know, my biggest silver lining is that I am grateful. I'm grateful to have this house to be in with my family and that I get to spend so much time with my family Um, And that we have these devices and we can talk to grandparents and we can talk to friends and we can all communicate and go about our daily lives, even though we don't get to see each other all the time. There's so much to be grateful for right now. There is, there is. And that's a perfect way to end today's show. I'm grateful for you guys and we're at Caliper. I'm grateful for your sponsorship today and your endorsement. And uh, just in case you guys missed that in the beginning, uh, you can get 20% off your first order when you use promo code motherhood talk at trycaliper.com slash motherhood talk. Caliper is spelled C-A-L-I-P-E-R. And Caliper is so sure that you will love Love this product that they even offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. I think that's super cool. So that's tricaliper.com slash motherhood talk. That's promo code motherhood talk for 20% off your first order. Missy, I want to thank you so much. Missy Bradley today was our our guest. She's the brand director and co-founder of Caliper Foods. We will be back again next week with another great episode. Thank you, Sandra. I so appreciate you. You too. All right. Stay, stay safe, stay well, and we'll be back again next week. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques on Coach.